0: Welcome to the Crystal Says Let's Chat You and Me podcast, where every conversation is honest, inspiring, humorous,
1: sometimes controversial, but
0: always what you want to talk about. Your host is Crystal Haynes, a Christian author, speaker, and consultant. Join the conversation as she speaks on life, love, and everything in between. Let's listen in. What are we chatting about
1: today? Hello, my loves. Welcome back. Today is all about boundaries. What are they? Why we set them? All that good stuff. And to get to the real deal, I've invited a very special guest to join me for this discussion. Her name is Angel Bo, and she is a licensed mental health Counselor, So, you know, she's legit, guys. I don't like giving you anything without backup of information and proper sourcing. So, of course, I had to get someone who's super legit. And on top of that, I've known her personally because why? We went to school together. Hi, Angel. Say hi to everyone, please. Hi, Crystal.
0: Hi, everyone who's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Now they will get a chance to get to know me as well.
1: Absolutely. And they will love you because I love you. It's been way too long since I've seen you. I apologize for that, but we will rectify it. And not in one of those senses that I've been saying throughout the years that we will rectify it. We will actually rectify it. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Exactly. Me too. So I want to get right on into it. Mm-hmm boundaries. We hear about them all the time where we have to set them. We have to stay firm on them. But what are boundaries really? Because honestly, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong because you are the licensed professional here. Um, (laughs) I, I think that sometimes we can have good boundaries. And I don't even know if this is a term, but bad boundaries in a way where we set things but they're unnecessary but I guess we'll get into that a little bit later where my thoughts are a little clearer but first yeah, for yeah, you
0: yeah. well I will I will just um interject that I don't really use the term good or bad when it comes to certain things I just prefer healthy and unhealthy right what is gonna promote the things that we want in our life and what kind of takes away from the things that we're looking for in our life
1: well see guys this is why I have her here <laughs> yes. Healthy and unhealthy. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Angel. Okay. So with that, mm-hmm. and why do we need boundaries? Oh,
0: Boundaries are important. And I guess that's why we hear a lot about them. And people are always talking about um, setting boundaries and how to do that. It's pretty much, to me, I look at boundaries as a guideline that kind of tells people and things like how we want to be treated. And it's usually very much aligned with each individual person and what you like for yourself, what overwhelms you, um, what enhances you. And so it's, it's like really critical that we are in tune with ourselves so that we know what promotes the best lifestyle that we can have. And by setting boundaries, right, we create certain parameters that are gonna keep out things that will keep us from living the life that we wanna live.
1: Hmm. You said a lot right there. Um, <laughs> Did I? <laughs> you're, you're right, because thinking about it, how can I put it? The boundaries previously, mm-hmm. I've always been a person that holds things in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like to self-soothe, self-correct, self-diagnose. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess that came into... Uh, into practice especially when when I met you in all the courses we were taking in psychology for our degrees okay. <laughs> but I, I I that's the kind of person I have been but when it came to boundaries I didn't particularly set them because I found that I was more so a people pleaser in the sense that what had happened to me in my younger years not that I was directly uh a, a, I guess, I don't want to use the term victim, but it wasn't directed to me. Mm-hmm. But instead, I was the person used as the example that other sh- others should be. And because I saw the effect on the people that it was directed at, I saw how badly they felt about themselves, and how badly they felt about not measuring up in certain aspects. I decided I want people to always feel good. So I did not set boundaries. So it was a lot of, as long as this person is happy and and feeling okay, I'll take a back seat. Mm -hmm. What I desire, what I feel for, it it won't. It, It won't be something that I push for. Fast forward into my older years, I went the complete opposite. If anyone who knows me, they will attest to my, (laughs) one of my horrible slogans of, um, it's either it or me and I always win. And what I mean by that is that if it comes down to, my well-being my health my whether i physically get hurt by a either an, an inanimate object or a person i'm going to choose myself over that thing absolutely. um huh i said absolutely oh see, see she's
0: co-signing y'all i hope my mom's I mean, listening i mean uh-huh. i co-signed choosing you and what is because i mean because at the end of the day there's a certain level of how much people please and can' only get you so far before you yourself as an individual are burnt out or so out of touch with who you are that you don't even know what your boundaries should or shouldn't look like
1: yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, And and, and when I say it to some people, they may look at it as, oh, that's being selfish. But there's so much more rooted in there. I'm not a selfish person, but there are certain things where you have to actually stop and say, well, you know what, I'm going to say no to this because one, it's not. It's not right Two, it's not right for me or to me. And then in the long run, I know if it's not right for me and it's not right overall, it most definitely won't be right for you. So and I think
0: that's an important distinction between boundaries and being selfish, because I mean, being selfish is a thing. <laughs> You know what I mean? And that hinders and hurts relationships. But setting boundaries is more of the healthier way to align how you interact with others and how you interact with your job or whatever with what you want for yourself.
1: Absolutely. So thank you for bringing clarity to that. Yes. Were you going to say something else just now?
0: I was, right? Because I was going to say, like, in, in instances of like, let's say for you, family is very important and being, um you know, associated with your family and doing things with your family is one of your strong values, right? Then part of your boundaries are going to align with how do you do that? So being a hundred percent selfish and only worried about yourself all the time, right? Might not coincide with the value of being family oriented. So you figure out how, what are your limits? What are the things that you want to compromise? What are the things that you don't want to compromise? Because I guess what I'm remiss to say, and I'll kind of backtrack is that boundaries are based on your value system and what's important to you. And from there, that's the framework for how you develop those boundaries.
1: You're right. You're absolutely right. And that goes right into the next question that I had about, (laughs) about what are examples of healthy boundaries versus unhealthy boundaries? And you kind of touched on it just now. Um, saying that like if your if your priority and what's important to you is a certain dynamic like you just mentioned um family relationships or you know familial relationships or um friend relationships Mm -hmm. if those are something you claim as important but everything you do Mm-hmm. And if, mm-hmm. everything you do does not reflect what you've said, then clearly those do not coincide. But that's a whole other topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> whole <laughs>
0: it's topic a- but it's right on point with what it yeah. is that we're talking about. You know what I mean?
1: True. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and clue us in on what in the world does a healthy boundary look like and what they are versus unhealthy boundaries?
0: <laughs> well, I'll I'll just start by saying one, it's very individualized what what that looks like for each person. It's going to be different based on your value system. But the most important thing, and I say this with all my clients, right, is that we don't want to have black and white thinking. We don't want to be all or nothing really with anything because too much of anything is not good and too little of anything is not good, right? So we oh, developed... Girl.
1: <laughs> you just hit me. You you just hit me. I'm, I'm working on it, Angel. I am working on it because I'm definitely a I'm definitely an extremes kind of person. Like I have been and all. Mm-hmm or nothing. I'm either hot or I'm cold. That middle ground, I'm working on the middle ground. I don't necessarily like feeling lukewarm, but I'm realizing <laughs> in certain things, it's not being lukewarm, it's being balanced. Okay. And so if I can understand that perspective, that balance is not being lukewarm as iffy, so-so, and wishy-washy, then it's completely different and it's it's a matter of rewiring my thought system on yes. that aspect.
0: Yes. It's it's not one extreme or the other because either side will be polarizing, right? If your boundaries mm-hmm. are so set that it's always like like you said that perspective of feeling selfish, then you're gonna isolate yourself. And you're gonna kind of set yourself apart from the people and things that you care about if you're too polarized, right? But then at the other extreme, if you're people pleasing, (laughs) you're not considering yourself and then you feel resentful toward the people that you are, right? So developing healthy boundaries looks like living in that gray area. And I always compare it to thinking of like, you know, in the circus, they have that person that's walking on (laughs) the rope, right? And sometimes they're like leaning a little bit to the left, leaning a little bit to the right, but the goal is always to stay on that line so they don't fall off that's yeah. what it's like with setting boundaries. So healthy boundaries means what is important to me and how do I kind of implement that? So in friendships, like for me, one of my biggest things is like, I love my friends. I love showing up for my friends. Like that is something that I love. So I do it as much as I can, but I can attest to that. Having met you, you you know me, right? You know, yes. I'm all about a good link. I'm all about <laughs> supporting you. If I love you, I'm there. But at the same time, when I was younger, I used to want to be at every single thing. I mean like somebody's tying their shoe and they want to have a party about it. I'm trying to figure out how to be there even though I have a million other things to do. And it wasn't healthy for me because I was running myself ragged Mm. and I wasn't able to really enjoy supporting the people that I care about, right? So I had to learn, when do I need to pull back? There are times where I have to say no And that's okay It doesn't mean I don't love people It doesn't mean that I'm not there for you Or not supporting you But I have to be realistic about what is in my wheelhouse So that's a healthy boundary, right? Not saying yes to everything <laughs> But then sometimes, you know, when people go in the extreme They're saying no to everything And they ain't going to nothing anymore So that to me would be like more on the unhealthy side Because then your friends are going to start to feel some type of way That you're never there for them You know, so that is how you kind of set that, those healthy boundaries. And I feel like anything too much one way or the other is where we start to get into that unhealthy territory.
1: And boom, boom, boom. Y'all hear me snapping? Um, (laughs) You you hit on so many different things and I appreciate it. Hmm. What I was thinking about Mm -hmm. when I mentioned my, you know, my, my, Extremes, the polarizing things, you know, um, the, in my younger years, it was self, it was people, please people, please people, please because of that form of trauma that I experienced. And I call it a trauma because it affected my life. Yes. And how I perceived things and how I executed them. Mm-hmm. Um, then, as I grew, you know, all the way into my 20s, I went on the complete opposite to try to correct the people pleasing. I went to the, instead of the always yes, always minimize myself, I was maximize myself always, mm-hmm. almost always. Because it wasn't always. It was almost always no, um, choose choose me, and here's the reason why. And it was kind of like adamant, even though I did consider people's feelings, mm-hmm. it, it was still... It was still not right. It was not the correct balance, I would say. Right. And so that that I'll, I'll, I've said this before, the morning I turned thirty, <laughs> it felt like a whole light switch flipped up. Right. And I felt more confident in being able to say no to things, but also being able to accept certain things. And on top of that, being able to look inward at myself and realize, okay, that particular part of you needs evaluation. It yeah. needs to, um, be diminished. It needs to be, uh, magnified and improved. It, you know, I was able to recognize those things and, um, I would definitely attribute much to my Lord and savior, uh, Jesus Christ helping me, showing me the mirror. Cause I remember many a prayer Asking him, show me who you see when you see me, mm. because my view yes. is skewed. You know, I have the influence of the world and my past experience, but he is not touched by any of those. So I need to see what he sees so that I can be who he called me to be and made me to be, purposed me to be. That's so right. Yeah. So part of, of those I'm seeing like my life right now in three stages. It's gone from people pleasing to uh, a toxic form of self-care mm-hmm. onto now this third stage of recognizing, realizing and I guess retrospecting to correct yes yes all that's in me but it's it's a lot it's a that process it is a process and my impatient behind angel uh <laughs> I, I i i don't like waiting on things i figure if i decided a change should have happened why didn't it happen two minutes ago because it exactly. needs to happen well, that's what okay you're thinking right <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm gonna go to sleep and by morning i should be absolutely different i should feel different exactly But That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, because nothing in life happens like that, right? When you go to school and you want to get a degree, you got to go for this many years, you got to take this many classes. It's a process, right? When you're starting out as a baby, getting to an adult is a process. And so even changing ourselves and identifying things that we want to work on is a process. And listen, I hear it all the time. A lot of people do not enjoy
1: the process. It's not a fun process. And you know what? It, it if it didn't um, change overnight, it's because it also didn't happen overnight. Exactly, it takes moments. Even if it's a one-event type of trauma-inducing thing, it's the moments after that it continues to affect your brain and your outlook and everything that goes from there. That happens over time. That's a process you wish didn't happen, but it's a process nonetheless. So exactly. you're right. It has to take time to heal. And part of that process is being able to recognize it and yeah. own it. Yeah. Like, okay, this is what's happening with me. This is what happened to me. Yes. What do I want to do now? And part of that means seeking help as well from counselors such as yourself, you know, people who are on the outside to help us correct all that's going on on the inside because sometimes people who are closest to us they just can't get to that level i mean they have valuable input and resource because they may know us best but it's that person who looks outside that can see everything else that you missed and those closest to you have missed it's kind of like looking through the lens of of um a, a telescope or some other type of lens like if you want to get a view mm. of the grand canyon you will not take a directed you know telescope you'll only see one point but you need something that has the panoramic view you need to see all the the landscape of it to really get the breadth of what you're dealing with absolutely Absolutely. And,
0: and also, in addition to just having that outside perspective is also the value of having someone that is trained and mm-hmm. being able to help facilitate the process. Right. Like for me in therapy, I, I always say the process is the progress. Right. So the process, every little step in a journey, whether it's self-awareness, whether it's change, whether it's action, whether it's setting healthy boundaries or identifying ways that aren't healthy is progress, right? Because that's the goal. We're on a lifelong journey. And when you have someone that is clinically trained, it only enhances your ability to do those things. And it only helps you to see what the people closest to you are telling you. Because a lot of times, you know what I mean? You don't always see what it is that other people see. And so mm-hmm. hopefully, if you get a good clinician, you know, that that can ask you the right questions and help you start to look at things from a different
1: perspective,
0: You'll it'll add that value that you need
1: facts yeah angel only speaks facts guys um and girls so <laughs> so you said some amazing things mm-hmm. and we talked about family and and friends yes so who can we set boundaries with we we have the families and friends yep. does that mean we can also set them in our career work like how how do we set these boundaries who are the targets can it be anybody any and everybody can get it when it comes to boundaries okay <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get it you're gonna get it Listen, everybody's gonna get it yes
0: <laughs> your, your significant other you know what i mean your children your parents your job your boss your co-workers your church family your pastor <laughs> Everybody and anybody will be a recipient of your boundaries, and that's okay. So you mm-hmm. said that thing just
1: right there. Let me take it back a second. Mm. Here's what I have experienced. <laughs> okay, you said your church family. I love my church family. Yes. We need our church families. Yes, we do. That's a fact. The Bible says, don't forsake the the assembling together. And that's because we need community. If people buck at that, just think about any organization you belong to, any group that you have pledged your allegiance to. You're in a group because you found community in that group. And when you're part of them, you feel supported. You feel held up. You feel reminded of your purpose in life, right? Mm -hmm. So that is the reason why we need community. Now, Going back to that boundaries thing, mm-hmm. sometimes people, and we can even attribute it to family, mm-hmm. they feel that there is something that just doesn't apply to them because they've gotten into that, that VIP area. Yes. That it doesn't, it doesn't touch me. These rules don't matter to me. And that's a misnomer. It is false. Yes. That's a misnomer. That is, Mm hmm. That <laughs> is not fair to the person you're doing it to if you're ignoring the boundaries that they're setting for you. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's very innocent in us setting our boundaries. I can say this now. There are certain things that people ask you mm-hmm. and it just is like, if you ask that to anybody else outside, <laughs> it will be out of pocket. So why do you feel mm-hmm. that that's a good question for me? Absolutely. And And just because you say you see me Mm. every Sunday, it doesn't mean that we are knitted on that level of relationship for you to ask me or say the comments that you're making and have it be received with what a smile. No, at some point I may have to tell you and I have, (laughs) do not Mm -hmm. ask me those questions. Mm-hmm. Do not say the statements that you have just said to me because those are offensive. I do not receive them well. Right. And then to be told, well, you're being rude. I said, well, you are being rude for having come. Mm. that statement it doesn't matter that you knew me from a child you're still speaking to an adult right now and it would be nice if you acknowledge the fact that I am no longer a child and that I am an adult which also means hey you guys in community have done a great job in helping me recognize yes that are wrong and how to address them respectfully that we can move on but you know it, it That also is a journey to help people understand that I'm not attacking you. What I am doing is bringing to your awareness something that's not appreciated so that we can grow together.
0: Absolutely. I mean, and that's the thing about boundaries, right? It's not about other people. It's not, uh, you know, other people may don't have to, they may not understand and they don't necessarily have to understand mm-hmm. your boundaries, right? Because your boundaries are developed and based off of who you are as a person. And just because you have relation with people doesn't mean they always understand where you are in your journey. Just like I don't understand where they are in their journey. And so, like you said, it's not always about the interaction but like how do we Im- how do we enforce that boundary and how do we maintain it and sometimes it is hurtful to people that we care about because they're going to experience a shift and I think that I'm jumping ahead but it's just appropriate for me to say sometimes we feel guilt about establishing those boundaries and maintaining. Girl I'm going
1: to just put my notes down because we are in it we are here in it let's go right into that because that was my next question <laughs> you go ahead you, you continue No, go. go. Say what you were going to say, Chris. It was it was about that that guilt that you were mentioning. We do feel guilty for establishing these boundaries. And, and, And then we sit back and say, well, maybe I shouldn't with this person. Maybe they feel a way. I don't want them to feel a way. But I also don't want to feel bad for letting them know I'm not comfortable at this level. Exactly. I, I don't want to be there, but I don't want them to see me every single time we see each other and have a thought of dislike against me. And that's another that's level it. of the onion that I've been dealing with, wanting to be liked, wanting to be accepted, wanting to please so that I don't ever ruffle feathers. But you get to the point of saying, you know what? At the end of it all, I need to be healthy. If I am unhealthy, In my mental state, it leads to my physical state. I can't tell you the amount of times I have had gastrointestinal issues because I was so anxious and my stomach was in knots. I couldn't sleep. I chipped a tooth Mm. being stressed out, Mm. grinding my teeth in sleep. It will happen. Huh? I said, it will happen yes these type of things are very serious they happen and we need to deal with them and so going forth i would love it if everyone would respect the boundaries that i set up however i understand that may not be the case but i will not back down from having set these boundaries now could you please give me and everyone else listening Mm -hmm. uh some some tips on how to set to how to set these boundaries and how to stick to them without wavering.
0: Yeah, well, like we did we kind of already hit on how you set them. It's one really becoming aligned and aware of who you are and what you need and what you can tolerate and what you can't. And once you really have the, the clearest picture of your needs, you're able to assess how you want to set those boundaries, right? And then when it comes to enforcing them, I always encourage people to re- enforce them respectfully. You don't necessarily owe people explanation, but if you feel like a person deserves it or a situation is entitled to it, then feel free to explain, listen, this is where I'm at in my journey. And unfortunately, I can't do X, Y, and Z. I'll no longer be doing this or that. And if this is just solid no, it's a solid no. And this is where like counseling, therapy, friends, family, whatever is is helpful because all it is, is when we feel guilt, when we feel any emotion, it's just the emotion, right? So now we just have to process. We have to understand why we're feeling guilty right we're doing something that somebody is having an adverse reaction to and we feel a type of way and we just have to process it and work through it but not let the emotion cause us to backpedal on what it is that we need to do for ourselves because it's like what do you want to live with you want to live with guilt or you want to live with resentment or you want to live with you know um kind of like even sometimes being upset with yourself for not sticking to your own boundaries and beating yourself up so it's just a matter of like kind of being firm and and understanding where you can compromise and where you can't and being un- unapologetically you. And that that is like the biggest advice there, because a lot of confidence and and empowerment comes from boundaries. You, you, you're going to feel empowered. I know you did. And sometimes that's why people take it all the way to the extreme, because once they start doing it, oh, my Lord, they feel so good. <laughs> They're Girl, all the way left with it. But a middle ground is where you want to be.
1: It feels like a superhero that just discovered powers is like, what? <laughs> this so nice. I'm going to go ahead and see how far I can go. That, that uh, <laughs>
0: And it's that feeling of, I'm never going to let myself get to be in that other place again. You know what I mean? So you kick it into overdrive, but it's balance, 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 balance,
1: balance. Absolutely. Cause then you miss out on so much after. So it's kind of like you rob yourself. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a double edged sword. So that balance right there, that, that, you know what that makes me reminded of, um, in, in the Bible where it talks about training your body into submission. Mm-hmm. Um, And then there's another verse about um, too much Mm. can be a bad thing. Yeah. Everything could be good, but too much of one thing is a bad thing. And then throughout the years, you know, we kind of water it down. So it passes on palatably for everyone. But that those two right there, too much of a good thing. Mm -hmm. And then. Putting your body into submission. Yes. If, if if we recognize, okay, this is a bit too much. I need to back away from that a little bit. It's not backing down, but it's actually recognizing. Okay, that's overkill, as you said. I need to come toward the middle ground, and then when you recognize what the middle ground is, that starts the training Absolutely. of recognizing. Like I consider it like an out of body type of um, recognition. Recognition. Sorry. You see what circumstance comes up yes you feel what reaction you want to give because that's the the one that you've just come into power and you're liking it so you feel it and now you have to will yourself to say you're gonna shut up for a minute you're gonna think about what you're what you're hearing what you're feeling what you're experiencing and now recognize which way is the best way to acknowledge this and sometimes the best way is sitting in quietness for a moment letting that moment pass through because you need to process what's there and i love your your quote i'm gonna be quoting you the (laughs) process is progress yeah so i'm gonna be using that that's right and and quoting you um (laughs) (laughs) so that that right there is key and it's clutch in in saving you mental anguish going over it in your mind just ruminating over and over and over and over I am not a cow so I need to remember I don't need to keep chewing on things bringing it back up and 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 just having it go over and over and over and over it's about okay so I recognize this here it is I need to figure out how to process this and again I would advocate for a counseling yes it's a major portion in helping you stop beating yourself up going over things in your head because you need someone like angel said is who is licensed Mm -hmm. and understands the dynamics and can help you walk through things you don't do things in life without having some type of guide. I don't care who you are as, as freewheeling as you may feel or free spirited, even the free spirit has a guide of other free spirits and they try to follow what that person did. They, they still have a guideline in that. So there's a guide for everything. There's an app for everything. There's a guide for everything. And, and that is what we need to, understand and get to. Angel, I am so overjoyed that you were able to come on to the show today and share all your bits of knowledge. You know what? They're not even bits. All your, your packages, (laughs) knowledge. And, um, you all, if I had not said so earlier before, I know Angel from grad school. Mm -hmm. She was a powerhouse then and she's only become even more so now. So Angel, could you please tell the people where if they're looking for counseling services, help of any kind, how they can get in touch with your business and you? Well, they can go to rayoflightny.com.
0: That is my website. And also if you don't, Find me. You could go to Psychology Today. They have um, cliniciansofcolor.org. Black... What is it? Black girl? I keep thinking black girls meet, but it's another one. Um, Therapy for Black girls. That's what it is. That is really good. And there's there's a host of places to find um, clinicians. Clinicians of color and and whatever else you may be looking for. Male, female, you know.
1: Is your business on any social media that they can follow? Um, Yes, it is ray underscore of underscore light underscore
0: NY on Instagram. Fantastic. And also you can find the Facebook it's connected
1: to the Instagram. Fantastic. So you guys and gals, my lovies, you've heard everything here today. I hope that you go forth understanding more of who you are, the type of boundaries you need to set and keep. And if you need any type of help and, and counseling. You've heard the resources. They're everywhere. Yeah. And you know what? If you get lost, Google Bing. They're all friends. Yeah. Just put it in the search engine. The world has help for you. Yeah. And if I come across any, you know, I'll post it. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. Be blessed. Till the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for
0: tuning in. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, like, comment, and share. Remember, you can find us everywhere podcasts are streamed. Post your comments and your topic requests on crystalsays.com or on Instagram at the Let's Chat Podcast. Don't be shy. Let's chat. You and me.